I wonder what it felt like the last time you made time to spend with God. I'm trying to ask more questions that begin with I wonder because there is no right or wrong answer to them. Time spent with God is good for my soul. I bet it's good for yours too. The older I get, the more I find myself yearning for balance. And my ideal of what a good life could look like, there's a sweet spot where each sphere of my life feels balanced. Work, family, friends, service, spirituality, lifelong learning. And these competing priorities never clash with one another. The pursuit of such balance is surely more art than science, but I have yet to find that sweet spot, and I'm honestly not sure whether it's attainable. And yet for me, getting too far out of balance is untenable. I can feel when I'm out of balance, just as you can. One of the symptoms of me being out of balance is when I am not spending time with God. Last Sunday, I mentioned that even though Jesus does many things that we cannot do, like cast out demons, he also does many things that we can emulate, like treat people the right way. As busy as Jesus was feeding, healing, and teaching, our Gospels lift up stories about him slipping away from the busyness and demands of his life in order to spend time with God. Because spending time with God helped feed his soul, integrate his life, recharge his batteries for the work that lay ahead. Like Jesus, every single one of us can spend time with God. It's neither rocket science nor magic. There is no right or wrong way to do it. Spending time with God can be as simple as we choose to make it. All of this is on my mind this morning because of this fairly straightforward story we hear about Jesus. It presents as another healing story, one of many, but I think it also offers us a realistic glimpse of what Jesus's life was like. Our gospel finds Jesus spending time at the home of some friends. I'm sure he did that. When Peter's mother-in-law gets sick, Jesus goes to her in her bedroom and holds her hand. I bet he did that too. That evening at sundown, all these other people began to come to him. I don't have any doubts that people flocked to him and that he brought wholeness and healing to scores of them. And then he called time out and stepped away by himself to spend time with God. Our four Gospels include lots of stories just like this about Jesus healing people and then choosing to step aside in an attempt to center himself, despite the fact that Jesus was in constant need and that the people who needed him were typically in trouble and they really needed someone to help them. Jesus made a regular practice of withdrawing when he felt the need to It might sound like what I'm describing, what we could call today self-care, but the nuance in my mind is that Jesus would step away in search of God 
not just relaxation. Both are super important. Perhaps Jesus enjoyed time at the beach just like anyone else here. But I think that searching for God is harder than searching for ways to unwind. At least it is for me. We are so over-programmed to be busy, and our culture knows how to award this kind of life orientation. The busier we are, the more successful we are, the better we are. When this, when this thinking goes unchecked, however, it creates a community of overworked, under-resourced, stressed-out people who have really great resumes but feel like something is missing inside. Jesus was busy too. The fact that he would step away from his responsibilities in order to connect with God attests to the fact that we need to learn how to do the same. In my life, quiet time with God is extraordinarily rare. For some of us, the thought of being truly quiet in the presence of God no words, no requests, no complaints, might even feel scary. I don't want to be too prescriptive this morning about prayer, but if you feel out of sync with any type of prayer life, or if you feel disconnected to prayer practices that feel too complicated or burdened by prayers from younger years that no longer feel authentic, or even if you're feeling mad at God, a place for you to start might be to simplify. Prayer can be a walk in the park. It can be thinking of people you love while you wash the dishes. It can be saying thanks for each thing that you eat. All prayer means something. In my life, prayer helps me to give over instead of to give up. When I spend time with God, I'm reminded that I am not God. Life is not all about my wants, opinions, desires to be in control. I don't have to have all the answers. It's not my sole responsibility to figure out everything, straighten out everything. The sun does not rise or fall based upon me or any of the rest of us. Spiritual growth is about learning how to spend time with God rather than us trying to be God. The Muslim mystic Rumi says that there are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. The Catholic priest Richard Rohr writes that the only people who pray well are those who keep trying to do it. In a recent blog post, Brene Brown describes herself as drowning while trying to take care of everyone and everything in her life before getting hit by what she calls whammy after whammy after whammy. She talks about experiencing spiritual and emotional breaking and responding to her hurt the only way she knew, by trying to get tougher and building an emotional fortress. She said that her strong back, soft front, and wild heart were fastly becoming a guarded back, a defended front, and an armored heart. At the same time, she felt increasingly separated from herself 
and her spirituality, Brene decided that she needed to take a step back from some of her professional demands for a period of time so that she could spend some time turning inward and tending to her soul. One of her great learnings during this time was that she could not allow her wholeheartedness to depend upon things she did not cause, could not control, and cannot cure. I hope that you won't put off time with God until some imaginary day when your calendar finally frees up. I hope that you won't put off time with God until you are so depleted that you're not functioning as a positive version of yourself. Whether you are sitting quietly or doing the dishes or caring for children or grandchildren, I encourage you to explore what it feels like in your life to spend some time with God. The health of each of our souls depends upon it. In the name of God. Amen.